On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if the Supreme Avengers team is one that teams with bricks of Legos on Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red, if we pick up a theme in the winner for the best team shushy, and if the mean dream of the unclean, obscene, extreme symbiote regime ends with an unforeseen scream on Spider-Man the Animated Series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. And honestly, I think just whatever Mike and Ryan decide at this point. They are the overlords. I don't know how they decide, but we are just subject to what they decide. Um, I'll bring them on. First, let me introduce Ryan here. Cassie, it's, um, are you a TV show based on a comic book? It's it's Am so I? simple. Am it's I? Like, no, no. I know. Is this a Buzzfeed quiz? No, 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 no. Let me play. Let me play. You're a person based on wrong information. That's what I think that you are. <laughs> okay, that's what my dad also said. So cool. <laughs> I love when you compare me to your dad, <laughs> Cassie. Cassie, you, ba- you bake in your room. But, I assume your dad did did a lot of tobacco. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bunch of it, just like gallons of it. Like Spittoons Costco size, Kirkland brand tobacco. Yeah, you didn't know they did that, but they did an s- exclusive just for him. They're like, we don't even need to sell it to the whole public. You s- you buy enough of it. Honestly, uh, Mr. Cassie's dad, if you could just build a helicopter uh, landing spot in your backyard, we'll just drop it. <laughs> just drop it straight your... to you. Yeah, it's gonna save a lot. Um, I'll see if my did cousin... the helicopter spit the tobacco into your backyard. It did. Yeah. It baby birded it to him. It said, here you go, bro. I got Free this cheer. for you. Um, we also have Mike, the other overlord of the podcast. <coughs> we have explained it in normal human terms, <laughs> and it's very clear. <laughs> I can't believe it's been six months. This, they, like, at this, It's crazy how long this fight has been going on. No, it's not just – it's not the past one. Um, not to give spoilers here. Our main event we're going to be talking about – Oh, is <laughs> fucking – Miss Batwheels, we gotta cover Batwheels, bro, complaining about what the main segment tonight is? I'm just saying, what's the fucking logic? I just need to know the logic. Batwheels was a was a little uh, gift to me, I guess, okay? Batwheels was like, wouldn't this be crazy? And I was like, that would be fun. Let's do it. It's a short mini thing. But how the fuck did we get here? How did we Maybe do this? the board didn't know what it would be like <laughs> when it assigned us Marvel's <laughs> Avengers Code Red. What? Where did the Avengers first appear? Comic books. Oh, comic books. Like, but it's, Lego? it's some of the animated ones, I think, were, is Cassie's bone to pick. Oh, no, I'm cool so, with animated. I'm, I'm letting it go. It's straight up. Just, so what is your bone to pick then? This is a Lego, this is a Lego joint here. This is for babies. <laughs> no, I, Which I, I thought would be up your alley, Cassie. It fucking is, bro. A spoiler alert, it's a fucking banger, okay? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we're going to have an argument tonight. <laughs> I and I'm going to play my uh, my constant role of being the the middleman, the mm. uh, negotiator, the arbitrator. 
Yeah. Uh, just the perfect gentleman of yeah. healthiness and wise wisdom. Balance, purity, wisdom. <laughs> Quiznos. All these things. I, 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 I'm gonna bring, please don't do that. I asked you. I've asked you multiple times. You know no, you Don't can. bring up. You know my cue that I bat down to is Quiznos. And if you say its name, I'm going to love these subs. I've asked you not to be the hamsters from Quiznos, the hamsters from the Kia commercials. No commercial hamsters. It was such a bitch move when they got skinny. It was <laughs> fucking bullshit. Um, serious but question. The Kia hamsters were based on a comic book, and that's why we're going to cover all of their commercials tonight. I would love that shit. I, I'm all for that. I'm here for any of that dumb shit. I just need us to, like, if we're getting loosey-goosey, we can get loosey-goosey across the board and watch some good shit as well. Like uh, Ahsoka? Like Ahsoka. No, you... Right. You don't like some of the best shows we've ever been given, so I don't know what your caliber for good shit is. Mm, uh, give me an example. The boys. <laughs> the boys. Garbage. My conclusion, garbage. We got a lot of shows to cover tonight. Um, later on, we're going to be talking about Gen V. We're going to be talking about Loki, Doom Patrol, Fear the Walking Dead, most importantly. But before we get to all of that, let's talk about Lego Marvel Avengers, Code Red. <laughs> Lego Avengers Code Red, the collector is on a new mission to collect the Marvel character version of the rainbow, and the color he is starting off with is red. In order to get all the collected characters back, the Avengers need to call on help from everyone, including the extended Avengers, Black Panther, and even Wolverine. Taste buds, I ask you this. What Marvel, um, and just like kind of general open IP character, was your favorite cameo? Uh, it's weird that you say even Wolverine, like he's at the bottom of the barrel Wolverine. No, it was more of just like, I was so hyped to see him. It's more of like a put respect on it, like even fucking Wolverine joined into this joint. I was most excited when Wolverine jumped on. It's clear that they built up that, like they're like, no, Black Widow and I have worked with the tracker once and we have to go to him. Like the four-year-olds that this is made from will be like, oh <laughs> shit, it's Wolverine. <laughs> There were so many points like that where there's d- references all over. And I'm like, is this for the parents they think are fully paying attention to this when it's just background noise? Or like, what is this for? I think it's for themselves writing it. Yes. It's, I, I want to answer your question, Cassie, but I don't remember it and I refuse to. Perfect. That's fair enough. I, there's um, there's uh, plenty of times where I wanted to pause and be like, uh, look at all these Easter eggs. Should I look at them? I did not. Pause. <laughs> I refused. It's not that I refused. I uh, I did watch this with my two year old daughter. Um, she hated this. Uh, hated she hated it. every second of this. Um, there's a couple of weeks ago there was something released called Lego Princesses where Snow White, Moana, Ariel, um, Rapunzel, and Tiana all get together and fight Gaston. And so she thought this would be that, and it wasn't, and mm. she was fucking pissed. Because there were no princesses? Is that why she was pissed? She kept calling this Daddy Show, and why is it Daddy Show over? Uh, and why is Daddy Show bullshit? And why, is Daddy, why does Daddy Show have no princesses? She's the funniest fucking person. <laughs> you she knows honor. how to burn you unintentionally. It's so great. Oh, man. Do you know what her new favorite phrase is? Uh, aside from princesses. She will look me dead in the eyes, and she'll be. She'll, she will say, "Superman is my favorite," and, <laughs> and I will say, "And Spider Man," and she will say, "No," 
Superman is only my favorite. <laughs> is that because My Adventures with Superman is so good? No, it's because Daddy likes Spider-Man, and my daughter is a fucking rude boy. <laughs> Are you ever like, Trick, you're not named Kent. No, I don't. I, I try not to call my daughter a trick, my two-year-old daughter. <laughs> I, I don't know if you knew how many insults I went through oh, to yeah, Sensor. I, I was like, which one feels... <laughs> yeah, I saw was... your eyes like, roll around like a slot machine trying to figure out if you can call my what daughter the line a of like a it's, it's It's funny that I'm still calling an infant this, but it's not <laughs> so far. You landed on trick, um, which is <laughs> what whores perform for money. So, <laughs> That's like, an illusion, Ryan. <laughs> Um, uh, Santa Claus. I think Santa Claus is who I was most excited, Cassie, to see. Honestly. Just like Cap. Guys, wasn't it so funny when Cap was so excited to see Santa Claus and he truly believed Santa Claus existed? Well, Good uh, bit. Back to my daughter. Uh, she was confused because based on her Halloween-obsessed mind, she didn't understand why Santa Claus didn't have a uh, white jack-o'-lantern face and a big hangy beard. And didn't dance around singing This is Halloween. So Is she super into Nightmare right now? She is. That's dope. Do you guys want to talk about the show or my daughter? Your daughter. Uh, I'm dad. having more fun talking about your kid. <laughs> yeah. She's made of Legos and she is adorable. It's there have been good things made of Legos before. Uh this Boba Fett uh, ship I made. Look at look at Ryan's what, rocket ship that he made. I have a, an Apollo, what is that, eleven? Behind me? Uh-huh, the Apollo 11. I have uh, Dom Toretto's car behind me. Fuck yeah. Uh, the Lego movie, the Lego Batman movie. I did kind of expect just below that, because this is made for TV, or made for streaming. This was not that. Well, This okay. was made for stupid babies. Babies even stupider than Ryan's daughter. <laughs> okay. That's worse than trick, you asshole. <laughs> uh, let's adjust our expectations, right? Because this is made for TV. And we all remember a time where things were made for TV. Um, so we didn't think that we were going to get the Lego movie. Did we get something with our expectations lowered? No. I... Th- this is Bat Wheels or worse. <laughs> oh, wow, you put God. some fucking wow. respect on Bat Wheels, bitch. Um, I kind of knew... I follow a lot of the Lego joints um, just because I am who I am. But they always have like you know these Star Wars specials, different little specials. There's a special for every holiday. And those ones are normally pretty good. So I knew that that was our best case scenario. But as soon as I saw the title for this of Lego Marvel Avengers Code Red, I knew exactly what we were working with. I knew to expect nothing from this. And I think that's why I came in and had an okay time with it. I had an okay time. I like In the beginning, um, Red Skull is attacking New York. Mm-hmm. And nobody can understand what he says because his robot is too tall. And yeah, so that's he, good. He Classic. says, uh, use the megaphone. And so his henchman throws a megaphone right at the guy who says he can't hear him. Like, that's classic Lego no. humor right there. That I, I could have used more than that. They were all obsessed with Sriracha hot dogs for some reason. Yep. <laughs> Never explained into it. And that one, like that one Lego flame piece keeps coming out of their mouth. That's funny. Dude, do, that was. And then uh, the rest of the show let me down. Do you know what? It's not just like this isn't Wolverine at all. Uh, he's like, I pulled a muscle. Wolverine can't pull a muscle. He heals bitches. Uh, <laughs> he can briefly pull fine. a muscle. Ryan, your uh, red-bearded, overbearing father, did it bother you that the lesson of the show wasn't fuck Red Guardian, he kind of sucks, but Black Widow kept being like, oh, I messed up because I told my dad who sucks, he sucks. Uh, I think it's teaching a bad lesson to kids. 
No, I don't think it's teaching. I think that the, the point of the show, much like the point of <laughs> dozens of sitcoms that we have uh, suffered through, is that um, parents try. They're awful at being people. They're awful at trying. They will never get better, and you just have to suffer through them. It's Yeah, it's teaching kids but, that sometimes lower your expectations a bit. The, the level Not of just guilt, for your parents, but also for the TV that you watch. For the TV like you watch. Anything. The, the level of guilt Widow showed throughout it, it really did feel like Guardian did nothing wrong. She fucked up for being like, bro, I'm not a kid. And I know he sort of apologized at the end. It, I, I think this it was a harmful lesson to children. But it, like his weakness is that he cares too much. <laughs> well, his scars do remind him that his past was real. It's not good. It was good. It felt it felt bad. So it you, felt like you you're wanted, not ever allowed to judge your parents. You wanted the arc to be from Red Guardian's point of view. Yeah, her arc was bullshit. She didn't need an arc. But what, like, okay, I guess this goes back to, again, who the audience is. Like, if you flip that around, it, like, are they teaching, you want kids to know that, I don't know what the lesson, because it's aimed for kids. What, yeah, so what it's teaching kids is like, yeah, your parents are annoying, but it's probably your fault. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> That's the lesson this taught. It's just that you have to swallow it. Yeah, you gotta. And it, you should feel real guilty if you're ever annoyed by them. Right. It, well, the level of guilt on her if you call is what I feel is dangerous. That's the most important lesson. That is what we are doing on a daily basis. Mike, I know who your parents are, and you do that on a daily basis. <laughs> and we don't need to teach that to new generations. I it, it, Honestly, like I kept being like, get over that. It was gross and reoccurring throughout the whole this feels like a longest 40 minutes I've ever been with. <laughs> no, dude. It was gross. Okay. I can kind of see it. I just kind of took it as like a, you know, there's always like little kids things are like forgive people when they do this. Right. Like it's always just kind of general mm-hmm. kids like show kindness to anybody. Don't I took judge it as, so quickly. Uh, this one was just like also to your weird ass dad. But um, you, you could you could as an adult. I don't know if it's getting that ingrained in kids heads at the level I, of like. Well, the- I think that's the kind of stuff that does get ingrained because it's not liminal, right? Like, it's just in the background, and that's what we internalize. So it's just boomers doing boomer shit forever. Like, boomers. That's go- it. That's what Because you could teach the be kind no matter what. Oh, Tony's kind of a jerk, but he does this thing. Like, you could. I, I do think the parental role and how fucking awful Red Guardian was, uh, and he never earned it uh, anything good, uh, I think is a, a truly bad lesson. How many times were you watching this with Red guardian on the screen and you screamed at the tv shut up meredith (laughs) (laughs) Um, could there have been a different dad that would have made this better for you they did make red guardian an absolute buffoon and if you know like i do this show hates russians between red guardian and omega red they are awful human beings (laughs) i one of the things that i learned is and i keep learning this my entire life is how many fucking marvel characters there are because i was like yeah Red, okay, red characters. There's there's dozens. Uh, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to do this with every color. And I was like, well, you can't do it with green. Oh, my God, there's so many green. Like, you could, there's so many Marvel characters. It, it, I liked that. It's good. And also, like, deep cuts. I do not know who Red Nine, Red King, Red Raven, Red Shift, Red Stone. I've at least heard of Red Ghost. Sumner I've Redstone? I've heard of that one. Huh? Sumner Redstone? Who's Sumner Redstone? Didn't he own Fox or... Oh, so he's a villain. Yeah. Uh, Red Ghost, 
That's a bummer. That's an uh, old-school Fantastic Four villain um, who I think had three gorilla henchmen who would do all of his bidding. And those gorillas were not... Because that's who Black Panther fought, right? Oh, maybe. Early yeah. on. Um, yeah, he was supposed to have three gorillas. So I, it was, I was sad to not see them. That's bullshit. More primates in our TV shows is what I'm but always But not thinking. Lego form. Just real live action. Yeah. <laughs> also, Hulk was bullshit. Hulk didn't look like he was built out of Legos. Yeah, Hulk, Hulk, they really, uh, but the minifigs are kind of round-ish at points. What also, guys... I hated just the Hulk character. What they did with Hulk was terrible. This Hulk sucked ass. That he's a bad ex? Yeah. <laughs> that felt true to life. What did you guys think about the voice performances compared to the MCU performances? Like, this guy was really trying to do an RDJ imitation. He wins. Maybe because only he tried. But he he felt like he was at least aiming for it and sometimes sounded like it. Nobody else. I think the guy who did Cap was good. Uh, I thought there the was guy no... who did Cap wins. Yeah. Wins. Wins. Yeah, yeah. No, he did great. He didn't sound like uh, Steve. He didn't sound like Chris Evans. But yeah, he, I liked his, his, his acting was the best. Uh, Black Widow had no badass in her. It, mm-hmm. was, it was whiny tween. Uh, the it, it was a mixed bag. I liked the worst what? The worst I feel like was Thor. Thor's actor drove me insane. It was like half kind of Australian, a half party, and then he would back out at so many points. Australians all party, so I don't know what you mean. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I liked the take on the collector of uh, they they literally put him in mom's basement, uh-huh. and he cares so much about perfection and nine point eight ratings and stuff. Uh, and he did not try to sound like Benicio del Toro. Yeah, uh, which is good. Do you know who that was? Who? That was Haley Joel Osment. Really? I was fucking really? love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, really took it to the uh, comic slabbers, the people who won't read their comics, but put their comics in slabs forever and ever. Anything that's sort of made for an audience while flipping off that audience, <laughs> I do appreciate those moments. Because I, uh, my therapist tells me I have an unhealthy relationship with most things. Honestly, like, I thought this was fine. I'm definitely closer to Cassie than Mike, who is so incensed that I'm going to, uh, thankfully, I have his therapist phone number, and I'm going to order up another session, because we have some things to talk about. Um, Kevin's busy till the end of November, Ryan. But if uh, honestly, if we had clicked on this on Disney+, and it had said 28 minutes instead of 50 minutes or whatever it said, it would have been so much better. Like, yeah. we, just, we didn't have the material here. We spent... Oh. There was like a five-minute bowling scene that I don't know why it existed. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's sort of what I'm missing right now from the MCU is that time spent with these characters of, like, getting to know them. Um, but really, it was... This is sort of my issue is that we don't get this time with these characters anymore. And then Mike's issue of too much Red Guardian fucking being a absolute asshole like instead of getting character bonding and growing moments it was just there to have red guardian Wedge. yeah yeah be yeah. Uh, well why do you like bullying i'd like being terrible person we that should have sent over ryan papa <laughs> but he could have got red guardian we just need to get you connected um all right let's just go ahead and go to moments of the week Mike, I'm sure you have so many to pull from, but w- what's your main one? No, I'll be positive. Do you know what I liked? It was a very good plot device is when the collector had a sorting machine 
that's separated. So now we have three different adventures yeah. going on. I was like, that's smart writing, man. Mm-hmm. You get uh, Black Panther and Iron Man are in the scrap heap because they are useless robots to the collector. And have uh, dented get- armor. Indented scratched armor. You get the animals, Hulk and Wolverine, to get eaten by Wendigos, and then the humans just go their own way. Like I, it, I was like, oh, this is the smartest thing this show has done. That was uh, a good positive. Yeah, I love the look on their face, Wolverine and Hulk, when they're like called yeah. animals. They're like, what the fuck is that? And then they go to uh, the Wendigo home, which is always confusing to me because I never know when to go home. Cassie gave me oh, five dollars to say that. <laughs> oh, that Cassie gave okay. me five dollars to say that. That's not fair. You can't get mad at me. <laughs> five dollars well earned, Ryan. Cherish it. Mm-hmm. Uh my moment of the week is in the collector's collection in the background. They had the little um corn guy, the little Lego corn guy. Yeah. It's just a dude in a corn costume, and it's my absolute favorite Lego, and they threw him in there and it was a joy to see him. Did you I appreciate own- him? Did you own that Lego? That's my keychain. That used to be my keychain in high school. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> you were so cool. That was the raddest. Um, if you want to see what Lego my Marvel Avengers... My moment of the week, Cassie? Oh, I thought oh, you... You, you had talked so much, she assumed you'd said <laughs> I your assumed that week. joke um, was your moment of the week. No, that was your guys' moment of your actual week in your real mm, life. Right, right, right. I forgot about that. Sorry, Ryan, platform is yours. It's Omega Red. He pops out of that thing and he's like, oh, Wolverine, you love me. You love me <laughs> so much. He was good. Yeah. When he uses his little arms to make a heart at the end towards Wolverine. <laughs> good. It was a good moment. Um, this is on Disney+. Plus. Give it a shot, I guess. Um, if you want to corrupt your children, go ahead and throw it on. Enjoy this. Um, that is it for the main event. Let's go to Shushies. <laughs> It is now time for us to give away another prestigious shushy. This week, we are giving away best team. Um, Ryan, I just want to check in with you real quick. Can we win best team? Are we? Oh, my God, we should. I think, can we just like go ahead and call it now, and it should be us? Just before the break, um, I said, wait, Cassie. I haven't given my moment of the week yet. Mm-hmm. You completely ignored me. Mike started screaming, oh, well, you talk so much. Cassie, you said, fuck you, Mike, for talking over me. But yeah, fuck you, Ryan, for talking so much. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that we're actually eligible, Cassie, just for being such a bad team. Just, but I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll be nominated. Oh, such a bad team. I thought that was a perfect team. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Interesting. Right. I guess we have different definitions of what this means. Um, Mike, what is a good team to you? We did Best Ensemble a couple weeks ago, and that's all about like chemistry and how, how the actors and all it flows together. Best team, I think, is like unit cohesion. Do they get the job done? Mm-hmm. Do they have a mission? Do they follow the mission? Do they like execute? immigrants? They get it. We get the job done. The audience cries. They're <laughs> cheering out of their seats. Tony, 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 Tony. Uh, yeah, Tony Stark. Any team with Tony Stark is a good team. There we go. So I think Tony, 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 good team. How important is it to you guys with team? Because like uh, ensemble is like about acting, the actual actors. Team is like about the characters. Uh, how important is that for them to like uh, utilize their powers together? Let's say one person was to pick up another person and throw them. Is that oh right? huge? Love a fastball special. That, I mean, that, that you, you have to be able to do that, right? Got to. But but what I love about the fastball special creators is they'll be like. 
because there's team like how well do they i i prefer best ensemble best team over did you do the mission who cares because they're fighting the whole time while they do mission hell yeah they are but does that do best team probably not before we dive in one last question if you do a fastball special but you don't or whatever it is for example fastball special you do a fastball special but you don't both people in the team or everyone in the team doesn't scream the term fastball special did it even happen it didn't all right, Cassie, your first nominee for best team are the Straw Hat Pirates from One Piece. This is our first nomination here. Yes. Okay, well, we decided it's people who get stuff done. And this is a team that kind of, despite all odds, gets stuff done. It's weird because, like, there's a couple of people who have skill in the team. And then there's one motherfucker who just kind of screams um, and eats Muffy. things. And the other people pick up his fucking pieces, and they somehow end up victorious. So I guess, all in all, their record is pretty good, because they did defeat a lot of the pirates. He is on his way to being the Pirate King, so I guess they're a good team, but they are also insufferable, some could say. I can relate. (laughs) I don't... What does that mean? Hmm? What? Nothing. Okay, I don't think we're going to win tonight, guys. I don't think we're going to win best team. Uh, Cassie. Yeah. The next nominee. The Orphans from Sweet Tooth. Okay. This is a team who, um, no life experience, let's say. Just little orphans. Unloved little beings. Um, somehow against all odds. <laughs> getting that. Loved? Their mom loved <laughs> Their them. mom loved them. They did. Uh, but against all odds, they are sticking together. And no matter what, they will, like, put their all into making sure that they, like, succeed it's because their lives are also on the line but um they straight up like no matter what everybody kind of comes to the table and you know one dude might just be eating crayons but he's gonna give it his all he's gonna eat all those crayons i swear to god it sounds like you're describing us (laughs) yeah every team has a caitlin uh ryan have you also picked up on what cassie's favorite phil collins song is no against all odds Uh, against all odds is that the one that goes Mike. Oh, good. The next nominee is Talia's Boss Bitches from Harley Quinn. Look. Look. They know how to. Listen. Look. Listen. They know how to make a tote. They know to have a good uh, business lunch. They know how to talk shit. Uh, I'd say their biggest downfall is when one of their members wants to actually make change, they all try to stop her and then betray her. So that might hurt them in the end. This is the thing. And I don't know if this makes a good team or a bad team, but the thing is, if. You go against the team, or if you if they think you might, you will get stabbed in the back, and your corpse will be thrown off a cliff. Is that good yes. for the team or bad? Uh, I think that depends on if you're fully in the mean girl team or not. But also, it shows that they get shit done. No matter what, it's getting done. Boss bitches, they get the job done. <laughs> your body will be thrown into a tote bag and thrown off a cliff. Mike, the next nominee is the Bat Family. From Harley Quinn. Once okay. again, Harley Quinn, we, uh, we just can't stop talking about it. Two from Harley Quinn. Shocking. Uh, the Bat Family, this version of the Bat Family, gets so little done. They kind of remind me of a podcast uh, I can think of. They're always sniping and biting at each other's throats and saying, I know the best way to do this. No, I know the best way to do this. Uh, but the minute an outsider comes up, they all kind of form ranks and scream at the outsider. 
They're they're bad. I'm, I can't believe they're one of our nominees. But no, but when they're on the streets, they remind me of like uh, like the like acrobats who are like huh, 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 and they all just like work as one yeah. person. I that's think that's true. why they're nominated because of when the they're on the mean streets. Thing. Obviously, right, they're not talking the acrobat thing. Should we guys? Should we all do acro yoga together? Would that <laughs> help yeah. solve things? Did you say acrobat or aquabat? Should we start a ska band? Pick it up. Well, he's ready. Put him uh, in, coach. Cassie, our final. This is like <laughs> so far. We're basically saying our all of these nominees suck. So Cassie, hopefully this is no the one. Teams. This is the winner. Uh-huh. Our final nominee, Cassie. Is Doom Patrol from the show Doom Patrol? <laughs> mm, yeah, I mean, um, this team also kind of sucks, but yeah. <laughs> this is a team that somehow, again, like I don't even—they're not even working with each other most of the time. But some would say against each other. Yeah, a lot of the time, they a lot of time they hate each other, um, mm. actively trying to destroy each other, but also they love each other. So the most team team that's out there—they are team. Their team, inarguable, inarguably. I I wonder if it's good team does not good drama make, which is why there's no like great team on our show. Yeah. Team Flash is not here. Nice. Like what are the teams? Uh, Gotham Knights are not here. <laughs> Titans are not here. Uh, so these are the teams that we like. All right, uh, the boys I believe was the winner last year. Yeah, and that's mm. a that's mm. a poorly run team. That's true. So maybe we don't know what the fuck we're talking about because we're also a poorly run team. <laughs> Your nominees are the Straw Hat Pirates, the Orphans from Sweet Tooth, Talia's Boss Bitches, the Bat Family and Doom Patrol, and the winner is... Do you guys have predictions? No. That's I no cannot, idea. I could not. This is unbelievable to me. One Piece now has a yes! shishy... <laughs> The Straw Hat Pirates have taken it down. Hell yeah, they have. Because honestly, like, who is more competent than everybody but Luffy? Luffy? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's a, it's a pretty competent team. And then he's like, he, he's over there in the corner going, like, cutting, Kenny. And everybody else Again, is like, good at their job. Very relatable to have a captain, if I can use that word, who is just an insane egomaniac. You have to sort of deal with their peccadillos and idiosyncrasies while you. Quietly do your job in the background and get shit done. So did you say? Did you say her in there? Did you throw her? Yeah, you're just talking about Cassie, right? What <laughs> did I? What? Mm. I just said captain. Mm. What you guys take from that? Interesting. Do what you will. Uh, all right. Well, if you think captain means host in podcast world, that's on you. <laughs> that's up to interpretation. I would like Cassie to host the rest of the show as Monkey D. Luffy, but not Never. not a demand, just a request. Never. Never, Never fuck off. Um, yeah. As a good team member, fuck off. But uh, the one, t- one, the Straw Hat crew, come on down, get, pick up your shushy. Um, we're giving out awards. While I'm giving out awards, um, I would love to give one out for best website. Um, and I know you guys both had pitches. Um, so Ryan, I'll let you go first. What what what's your website idea? Well, Mike and I had. Um a co-pitch. Okay. Let's do our co-pitch. Okay. Yeah, we were going to do it at the same time. Perfect. So Mike and I had a machine. And the goal of the machine is to protect the weakest parts of your body that we all know we have. And, of course, we all know that the weakest part of the body is? The sole of your foot. Mm. And not the sole of your foot that you're thinking about, but... Your foot's sole. We 
prescribe to the belief that uh, the human body has uh, about 200 souls. Each part of your body has its own soul. So uh, when the Bible is talking about the soul of your body, we think that it uh, is in your foot, and mm-hmm. that's the soul that we want to protect. Yeah. When they say the Father, the Son, the Holy Soul, they mean Jesus' feet there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when Jesus would like wash people's feet, he was like trying to keep that soul in. A wash rag is the only way to make sure that soul doesn't escape. Mm-hmm. Keep that fucking soul in that foot. Yeah. Get you, it in you have to have... Uh, it's it's like a good scrubbing material to keep that soul in to protect you. A uh, a good what is it called when you're sloughing dead skin off? Ew, sloughing, exfoliating. Uh, shlo- exfoliating. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So you need to exfoliate the soliate, uh, and that's why the website is called soliate.com. Perfect. Now everybody's thinking like, um, oh my god, I never thought like why would soul be called soul? Like of course. Right now, you're realizing, of course, the soul is in the soul, and that's mm-hmm. what we're trying to bring you right now. So what we have for you is a little invention that Mike's going to tell you about right now. Yeah, it's it's a machine. It is about a six-inch tall robot who has a, a very rough, ragged washcloth <laughs> that you, you <laughs> fucking turn on like a lawnmower, and it does take diesel, and it will take care of those feetsies for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you turn this on every night. You need to buy two yeah, for each foot. Got two feet. Mm-hmm. And I would suggest sitting. Some have tried jumping and doing it both at once, and they get hurt. Yeah, so you, uh, it's, you buy two for each foot, and uh, you need to have one person turn each machine on. So you lay down, and you have four people around your bed, and mm-hmm. then you have one person pull the cords out at, at a point. We assume most people sleep like we do in a Charlie Bucket's grandparent scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight to a bed. So, so like, this should be fine. You do me tonight. I'll do you tomorrow. Exactly. But I'm going to I'm gonna protect your soul soul tonight. You're going to protect my soul soul tomorrow. And that's friendship. And isn't that what life is all about? I'm going to say yes. Um, I don't. I think this is a beautiful product. Um I'm so proud of you guys for trying to save all these souls, these soul souls, as you would say. Um, This is an important cause. An important cause Mm -hmm. deserves... Jules sang about it once. In what song? Who will save your soul. That classic. I love that one. (laughs) She also said, my hands are small, I know, but not as small as the souls in your souls. Go to soulsdesires.com. It, that's a that's a song Jewel sang. That is a song Jewel sang when she was living in her car in Alaska. <laughs> and you guys already got Joel Jewel J- Jewel's on Jewel. board. Sorry, Jewel's don't, on board. Don't scream at me. Sorry, but you guys, do you know who Jewel is? Do I know who Jewel is? You fucking know who Jewel is. Who Jewel we referenced two of her biggest hits. Yeah, of course. Soul, soul. Um, the soul is in the foot. I know that beggar of one. We all know this. I also Keep know. Keep going with your commercial. Somebody Jewelist heathen <laughs> should send you to. That's cybersprout.net. They're gonna make you guys. They're gonna help you guys make this website. Um, you clearly have the product locked down. Uh, flawless product. Great. Um, now you need a website. So cybersprout.net. They um, they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization. They'll even migrate your website for free. You guys, um, if you're looking for visually <gasps> compelling websites, they got that shit. They work hand-in-hand with you. They focus on collaboration. It's also easy to manage. They got drag-and-drop templates. 
You should check them out, cybersprout.net. Your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, it's The Pull List. We are back for The Pull List, where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Gen V. In the penultimate episode of Gen V Season 1, the kids find out Shetty's been making the soup-killing virus. They accept Kate back into the fold, but then she makes Shetty kill herself in front of them, which causes some tension about whether or not she should be back in said fold. Marie gets an audience with Newman and tells her everything, which leads to the death of Dr. Cardoza. Meanwhile, Sam is falling in with the Soup's Lives Matter crowd, and Andre's dad is having seizures with devastating effects. Taste buds, I ask you this. In the world of the boys, would the death of all soups everywhere actually be a bad thing? No. Is Shetty right? It's a, it's a banger of a thing. It'd be so good. I mean, I don't like. Are there villains that don't have superpowers? I guess Shetty is a villain. Shetty has superpowers. That in your mind, she does. Oh, she does not. I've heard. I mean, I've heard that theory from you. The show, the more it goes on, I, I don't think that's true. Mike, you're such a devout listener to the show. I love it. I love this show. I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> uh, it. She at a certain point she's confronting the kids and she's like, "For any good any of you do, you all do so much worse." Yeah, she's not wrong. We've seen these are our good heroes. These this ragtag batch of college kids, and they killed somebody in a club because they were showing off. Superheroes are bad. Yeah, you can't oh, give all she these might powers be right. to people. She might be right. We've seen no good soup. The only good soup is a dead soup. I might be Team Shetty. <laughs> I think the only good soup is tomato with, if you have like a good grilled cheese. I had a tomato basil soup yesterday yeah. with like globs of Parmesan in it. It was fucking so good. But like globs, like you want to get to the point where like you w- you're like, I wish there was a little bit less cheese in here. Yeah, like I didn't order a French onion tomato basil soup. What is all this layer of cheese on top? Almost to the point where you're like, uh, server, I just want to let you know I did not order a French yeah. onion. Server. This is a amalgam monster of soups, and I do not like it, and I do not appreciate you. French onion is the weirdest soup. It's just like, what the fuck is this? Like, what if creme brulee was savory? <laughs> you have to really crack through that top layer. <laughs> oh, Listen. God. I, I love this. Uh, what if Bill Burr was a server <laughs> bit that Mike is going right now? What is this? I know you guys said um, we got to keep this one on track, but I'll give you guys two more minutes to talk about soup. If you, <laughs> you want to hear, hear our thoughts on soup more, you know, it I is thought, long. I Look, thought Cassie not... was going to say, "I'll give you guys two more points," and I was so excited. But she said <laughs> minutes. I was like, "No, I don't. I'm out. Whatever." Uh, if you're, you're not confident in the kitchen, you can do a soup, my friend. I swear to you, you can. They are easier than <laughs> oh, he you does think. Have two you more take minutes on soup. the butts of carrots. You take some potato skins. Mm. You take some broth. Maybe a chicken bouillon cube. The you bro- get that brew going. The butts of cigarettes. The butts of cigarettes, just like Dad used to. Did you know Mike was this much of a soup boy? I didn't know we were working with a certified soup boy He's up in here. my soup chef. Oh, nailed it. Um, Mike, your moment of the week from Gen V. Uh, the, the moment when... So at this point, nobody trusts Kate. I don't trust Kate. Kate's the one who control people's mind when she touches them. Uh, and you think her and Shetty are going to double-cross the kids when they all come back. But no, she actually is controlling Shetty and gets her to slit her throat in front of the kids. And all of them who hate Shetty are like, that wasn't the plan, but that wasn't the fucking plan. And then Marie goes to save her because she can save people now. And Kate brushes her skin and goes, don't save her. Man, it was brutal and surprised me. And I did not know the show could surprise me. Wow. 
I have two questions. Uh, one, too strong of a power for your first season of a show? Mm. And two, uh, too bad of a name? Kate? Has it, can you trust a Kate anywhere? Is there, has there ever been a good Never. Kate? I want to I put Kate on the list of, like, you can't trust them. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Don't trust them. Jinby is on Amazon. Um, our next show of the week is Fear the Walking Dead. On uh, this week's episode of Fear the Walking Dead, the search for fuel to replenish Padre's dwindling supply leads the survivors to a reunion that gives Madison an unexpected opportunity for revenge and reconciliation. Taste buds, I ask you this. Have you guys ever gone to any reunion? Never. Ten-year high school. Ten-year oh, high shit? school. You I, went to were it? You king shit. Were you up in that bitch? Were you up in those balls? Uh, I was up in those balls. It was uh, <laughs> late September in California, but I was still in my sweater from my alma mater because it was a very good school. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you go to Harvard Yard. I go to Harvard Yard Harvard. and wore the sweat art. Uh, and a guy drunkenly, numerous times, forgetting he had already apologized, apologized for how we were friends, and then he started bullying me. And I kept being like, "Bro, that was thirty years ago," because that was like in first grade. That was not high school. I forgot. Oh, I was years so ago. confused. So and in my he head, he's played by Jeremy it. Piven. Is that correct? He it was a bit of a Jeremy Piven role, uh, but the fact that he got so drunk he forgot that he kept doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, man. Any animosity I might have had for the guy, it's just so sad. Did he have one apology that was better than the other? Like, did one really stand out, or were they all pretty shitty? I'm gonna guess that the first one was probably the most coherent. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, at least slurry and the mm-hmm. fact that he while he was apologizing did start using racial slurs with me which i did not appreciate <laughs> a prestigious school indeed uh fear the walking dead is sundays on amc our next show is doom patrol this week's episode portable patrol sees the dp sprinkled throughout time trying to collect longevity from various versions of the chief rouge has to face a past less self-aware rouge Larry gets answers from Papa Keeg, Vix talks to the future, Cliff breaks the Chief's back, and Jane has a major breakthrough. Taste Buds, I ask you this. Could it be possible that these characters actually get a happy ending? I think that we are taking a route, not to get too meta about this. They're telling a story. The story that they want to tell. But I think that what they're doing, what they've, what they've been doing over the last like three episodes, maybe... Like, the last two, and then including the final one the next week, is dipping them as low as possible to bring them into their final happy landing next week. And they're doing what, what I think is so masterful is that, that they're doing – it's not, like, all at once. So Jane is done. Jane's arc is completed. She is now the kaleidoscope. She has admitted something to herself that she has not her whole life the whole time watching her. Uh, Vic – I'd say is almost there. They're all just various steps. And I think oh, a weaker show, they would be all lockstep the same part of their arc. But there are numerous arcs getting to the same place. And I was about to say that Jane is the show. Like, uh-huh. Pam to the office is Jane to... It's actually been about her the whole time. Doom Patrol. But like, I actually think it is Rita. So I pulled back before I said that. And that's why Rita, not in this episode, making no steps forward. Right. Because yes, she has always been the lowest of the low. Because she's in a crew of selfish, uh, crazed pieces of shit. Man, does she take that cake. Can we have an on-air meeting right now? 
I love on air meetings. Do you really? I fucking I find them so. I know anxiety. part of why I like them is I can see how uncomfortable <laughs> they make you. I don't like them, but the three of us are here, so let's do this. Uh, next week is prob- the probable season finale of Loki and the definite season finale of Doom Patrol. Series finale, Doom Patrol, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I meant to say. They're probably both over next week. Ah, double we main need, event. We need a main event. I uh, it probably should be Loki because that's probably more like important in the worldwide conversation. But like, I don't mean to spoil anything for the rest of the poll list. But like, I'm fucking down on Loki. Doom Patrol is like meant more for us for longer. Mm-hmm. What do we do for the main event next week? We've done double main events before, and uh, Captain that's- Oh My Captain just said it. That's the most respect he's ever put on that right now. So now we have to do it. Double main event? Double main event, Double main event. shorter everything else. No shushy? No shushy or no Spider-Man. Well, no, we're going to do a Spider-Man, so no shushy. <laughs> okay. So um, thank you for making that as boring as possible. Just like Anytime. Come to an agreement right away. What no did you arguing. fucking want? I'm sorry. We did it so efficiently. Do you guys want to talk more about soup? We got more on the back end now. Oh, okay. Um, bisque. What does it mean? <laughs> Why is it different than soup? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, is seafood always involved in a bisque? Well, Can you make time, bisque quick? Every time I think you guys won't have more on soup, you have more on soup. Stop saying Bitch, moron. we older than you think. Every time you talk about us, you say moron. <laughs> yeah, that is hurtful. Um, do, Was there more in Doom Patrol before I get to moments of the week? I don't know. Like... Mike really hurt me slash put me through the ringer slash made me think about the episode that I was not on with the whole, all right, Doom Patrol drama. Can we do something with it? I I, I do feel like that we are coming out of it, but that's because we only have one left. Right. I, I feel like that we are getting close. I'm excited for this show to end in more than one way. I <laughs> want these characters to find their happy ending. I also don't want to watch this show anymore. <laughs> I understand all of that. Yeah, yeah fair enough. Um, let's go to moments of the week. Mike, what do you got? Cliff sucks. Uh, he is in the past. He is like, fuck Niles. He's trying to get the longevity. But then two Nazi robot guys come in with giant electro axes and they shoot something at the chief. And so Cliff goes, oh no, I need to save you. But then like flips him over his robot head and slams his back under the bar. Cliff is now the reason the chief is paralyzed. And his, (laughs) one, he can never be a hero. And two, his distraughtness at realizing that. uh, Delightful acting, delightful choreography, delightful scene. (laughs) Um, Ryan, what do you got for moment of the week? If you've ever played D&D with Mike, that is the least surprising <laughs> Mike moment of the week of all time. Like, that's every character I've ever been. That's, that's just literally what he says while he plays at all time. Uh, mine was actually uh, in the previously on, but we didn't mention it. And it's Cyborg saying, look, if we want to win, we got to get these butts in order. And he's talking about wild zombie butts. And I fucking laughed. Uh, I, another a more serious moment of the week is Jane's breakthrough. And Diane Guerrera is a phenomenal actress. And her, in this super goofy show with the zombie butts, uh, having an emotional breakthrough and uh, how all the personas get formed into one, as she says, uh, it didn't just happen to Kay. It happened to all of us. It happened to me. My dad raped me. I did not know this show had this level of uh, emotional baggage that could hit like that. 
that's what was always surprising to me with the show is they would spend like there was a lot of episodes of just like weird Ghost fucking yeah and then like they would draw you in with something and they were like oh yeah you can actually do some crazy things yeah. and you handle it well um doom patrol is thursdays on max the next uh we'll be covering the series finale next week you all should watch it with us our last show of the pull list is loki on the fifth episode of season two of Loki, after failing to fix the time loom, everyone in the TVA has been sent back to the original timelines to live out their original lives. A scenario that Sylvie believes is the best possible outcome, or it was until everyone started to be erased along with their timelines. So now Loki has everyone gathered in one place, and in the next episode they'll try to jump back in time and save the loom. Taste buds, I ask you, who from the TVA had the best original life? Oh, Jesus. Like... I would say B fifteen, a, a full ass doctor, full ass and like doctor, a kick ass like, one, making kids happy, like making kids smile. But like, god damn it, if this show doesn't, if this episode doesn't prove that this show or this season just like goes out of its way to refuse to be interesting, like it just won't <laughs> be then- interesting. That is so because it's been years since we've been on the same episode, Ryan. So after the first like two episodes of Loki, you were like, "Marvel, this is the one thing they know how to do. Loki's it." And so that has let you down. I, I guess. I mean, like uh, watching this episode, what it felt like was like screenwriters all get together and say, "Like this is what should happen in scenes. Right? This this is what should happen in the scenes." And then you go to write the scenes, and that's just it. like you never have any more conversations. Like, mm. let's write the scenes as if we just say what should happen in the scenes. So have the characters say that, and that's it. This is fucking, it's mm. just so fucking boring. <laughs> I wasn't understanding how it could be get you, like, at this level of anger. But now that I see that explanation, I could see it. I think, um, so like, like, for me... For example, didn't... like, Mobius and Loki, or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ouroboros and Loki uh, talk about what's going on. That that's the start of a scene. Uh-huh. Let's build on that. Nope, that's exactly what happened. They just keep saying Sorry, this is yes, what's go going ahead. on. Yeah, I can now see how this was a very frustrating episode. As a person who, if you don't pick up on that, it's a fine episode. It just like you kind of just go through the things. Um, my condolences to you, Ryan, and now I can never go back and watch this one. <laughs> that is unfortunate. <laughs> I, but I can't yeah. imagine you being around the house being like Oh man, got the night to myself. I'm gonna light some candles and watch <laughs> Loki 205. That's for a that second time. I'm gonna order a pizza and rewatch Loki 205. Uh, Mike, did you also have the same struggle? Uh, no. It, this this might be a hint. Uh, I didn't get to this. I I had a schedule. I watched Gen V this week. You guys gotcha. I did not get to Loki, so maybe Ryan is right, and this season is not as gripping as that first season. It was... I mean, like, if you pick Gen V over this, I think that says a lot. That does say a lot. Oh. It was kind of rough. Like, they kept... You know, they're sending us back to everyone's original timeline, and you know where it's going to end up with Mobius, and the payoff... Jet skis? <laughs> Jet skis, baby. Um, and it's kind of like the way it plays out is kind of just a bummer. Like it's kind of just like this throwaway thing that they've always had. And then to actually see it like play through was, um, not fulfilling and pretty weak. (laughs) Imagine hearing about the clone wars 
and being like, and just for decades being like, fuck, the Clone Wars sounds so cool. And when you finally yeah. see it on the screen, be like, that's the fucking Clone Wars? That's this the sucks. fucking Clone Wars. That's, honestly, that's what it feels like. The, the jet ski scenes were great because it was watching Mobius, our boy, Owen Wilson, on a jet ski, which was clearly shot like a 50s movie with like very fake backgrounds. Turns out he was filming a commercial in his jet ski store. And it was not uh, real. But uh, still worth it. Um, but the rest of it, man, like, um, do you know what? Do you guys know what the best time traveling movie of all time is that explains time traveling the best of any movie of all time is? Primer? No. That Back is one of the, the worst. No. Back to the, the Future 2. The, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it starts with the same letter. It starts with a B. Where you say, hey, I wonder if our future selves left the keys right here. Oh, my God, they did. Bill and Ted. That is the best time-traveling movie of all time. Because we don't – it's all explained in the action of the movie. Mike, Mm -hmm. there is, I shit you not, a 12-minute scene in here where Loki and Ouroboros are in a room walking around saying shit for 12 minutes. (sighs) He goes back – to find so he Loki goes around collecting the team. He goes back to Ouroboros's where Ouroboros is. He's a uh, failed science fiction writer in this timeline, uh-huh. and uh, they try to figure out how to get the rest of the team. And they just talk about it, just it. Just dude, about what it. if you leave it in your pants? Oh, dude, the keys that, are down in my pants. That's the best. That's, that's beautiful. All Bill and, Ted, Bill and Ted did like that's all they had to do. It's, I can't believe this. I can't believe what I'm watching. So, Ryan had fun. We all have fun. (laughs) Um, Did you, were you surprised to see that Mobius, um, well, I don't know where I land on this. Is Mobius a deadbeat dad? (laughs) No, he's not. (laughs) Because he at one point says his wife is gone. Yeah. His wife is gone. He's going through a divorce, which this is the most unrealistic divorce that I've ever seen. This dad has so many toys. Uh, You you know, he's working with like, you know, divorce dads are like shitty apartment. They have uh, that one dollar suave soap and you eat Taco Bell every day. Like this is somebody's projecting. (laughs) (laughs) This is this is because like most people's dads will like have like uh a helicopter port in the back and like Amazon will just bring tobacco <laughs> to them or uh uh Costco. And uh, I didn't see that on screen. So the worst the worst one I've ever seen. I think Mobius. what this means cuz like basically what she's saying Mike is that um Mobius still has the house and all of the uh the rights to the kids. Mm-hmm. So I think this means that the mom cheated a lot. Like Mobius has full rights. Right. And so the mom got busted. Uh, drugs, maybe alcohol. I don't know, but um, Mobius is a very good dad. Uh, works full time because he says he works six days a week, uh-huh. ten hours a day. So I don't know how that works. And the kids are burning things at the home. That's not. <laughs> that's not good. They're, they're I relate to that. <laughs> so there's but stuff they- for everybody. He's also the type of dad who, when a stranger comes up that he saw earlier in the day at his Sea-Doo shop, and he's just like, hey, you know what you need? Come look at my jet skis in the back. Uh, I'll let my kids run around. Here's Always a, Baru. a salesman. Well, <laughs> once the team is gathered and they walk through portals, they've walked through portals and they understand the assignment, 
And uh, B-15 is in a couch, on sitting on a couch, looking through a book, learning about the TVA. Then Mobius goes up to her and says, hey, how do you travel? Wow. <laughs> do, you, do you travel by car or by river? Because, like, there's some financing with jet skis. Like, the guy won't quit. The guy he just fucking stop. loves his job. <laughs> he can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. He can't stop. <laughs> um, did you... When Sylvie made the point, before we knew all the timelines were dying, um, did you also think Sylvie was right? Like, everybody's in their original timelines. Like, we're all good. That's a wrap. It's all fine. I don't know because, one, I don't understand the show mm-hmm. or anything. But also, like, if they fi- if if Loki fails, does everything ever turn to spaghetti? It's all spaghetti. And is that bad? Don't you want to be spaghetti? Haven't you ever thought about that? <laughs> I mean, maybe I would love being spaghetti. Uh, I think I've never spaghetti been it. a lot. <laughs> you don't know. But like, it, once I'm spaghetti, then I won't know that I am. So there's nothing mm-hmm. to feel bad about, right? Like, I, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. But like, Sylvie, Sylvie keeps saying, I want to live my life. I want to have a life. But if Loki fails, then she won't have a life to live. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, like, is her life always like a McDonald's worker? Because that's right. not her yeah, life. Dude. She don't- is actually the god of mischief somewhere right but no she she truly seems to want to live her life in a farm town at mcdonald's with the tree that's a character that a tree that has a face it's important <laughs> do you know what the fuck know. this is mike that was real yes <laughs> okay i'm not an infant i remember the tree with the face as long as he has backup on this i'll take it i was bummed that i wasn't on that episode like they they, <laughs> made, they try to gaslight you my friend yeah i know like you think like you're making that they up. always do they, uh, like do. every episode that you're not on, they're like, "Oh, okay." There's a president named Abraham Lincoln. Sure, okay, oh, okay. sure. Tell me about it. Um, that's basically it for this episode. Let's go to moments of the week. Ryan, what do you got? Um, Orboros Kikwan has uh had so much heavy lifting to do as far as exposition goes, um, and not a lot of his uh, charm to go off of, but a perfect delivery. In this episode of coming out and saying, like, he disappears for a moment, comes back, has figured out the uh, tape pen. What's it called? No, tape pen is what we had before. The T- temp pad. Temp pad. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, I figured it out. Uh, and Loki's like, that was fast. And he's like, well, 18 months. I guess 19 months. Uh, sorry, uh, my job fired me and my wife let me left me. <laughs> but after, uh, aside from that, it, yeah. And his delivery of that was perfection. It was so good. It was the saddest, but not like angry. Yeah. Just like, yeah, um, my wife left me, my cat died, and I have no job. Um, but, like, it, but here it I happens, am. You know, <laughs> here I am. And then when, the whole time when Loki was like, "Hey guys," he like regroups with them. And he's like, "You know what? I was wrong. Um, we don't need to do it. Everybody go back to their lives." All I thought about was poor Ob. How <laughs> he has just like mm, no, thank you. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> But like all of them, like it's like uh, seeing the face of God, and then going back to your life, or like uh, being Neo in the Matrix, well, and then going back to your life. That's what the the, the reason. Like, if, if all the timelines weren't dying, why Sylvie would be right is the Matrix taught us a bad lesson. Is is a ugly, gross, awful truth better than the beautiful lie? I say no. I'm cipher all the way. Always go back. That steak tastes real. I'm in. That steak will that steak wearing that red dress. 
Oh, that steak walking Getting me juicy. Oh, cutting this off. My moment of the week, a moment Ryan probably hated. Um, Loki is time slipping again. Um, so he's going all over. That's how he kind of gets to everyone. Um, and for when he first appears in front of Mobius, um, there's a wavy, wacky, inflatable arm guy. Uh-huh. And uh, he kind of like goes in front of it, and he also appears in the same way as the wavy, wacky, inflatable <laughs> fun guy. It was a That's good moment. Cool. No, it, that like. I it was probably CGI, but it looked real enough, and he sneaks in right at like the perfect yeah. right in line good. with it. Yeah, <laughs> like they're doing the wave together. Fucking kicked ass. <laughs> uh, Loki is Thursdays on Disney Plus. That is it for the poll list. Let's go talk about Spider Man. Welcome to S-Taz, bitch, a mini show within a show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning cartoon from the mid-90s, Spider-Man. This week we watched The Alien Costume Part 2. And when we open up, you guys, everybody's looking for Spider-Man. The police? The army, I think? I don't know who all these people were, but... Random mercenaries? Like, mercenaries, but they do get their little full like little berets and little outfits to go out and um do mercenary things it's very confusing this is what i love about uh manly army men is that like oh i'm a mercenary and i'm the manliest man you know get me my beret get the me- manliest hat there is and i will match my handkerchief to it absolutely thank you very much now give me my gun um but one of these army guys um he does have a sonic blaster because you know what why not why not give him a Sonic Blaster? I um, got a Sonic Blaster at Dairy Queen the other day, and it was delicious. It's the best thing. You always got to order that. I got a Sonic Blaster from Sonic, and it was awful, because Sonic sucks. I can't believe Sonic Burger is still around. They are Excuse trash. you. I got a Sonic Blaster from Sonic the other day, and I that hedgehog made me come in three seconds. <laughs> he knows <laughs> where that male G-spot is. He knows how to jiggle those balls. How did we get here? How did we get here? Uh, army what, guy. What, has- I, what I like about the, the army guy who has a sonic blaster, uh, they try like normal guns, other guns, rockets, nothing hurts him. So he's like, I have this sonic blaster. And they're like, I guess use that. Like, <laughs> why Why did you bring it if you didn't think it was going to work? Yeah, like he's packing up all of his tools and he just was like, well, I never take this one out. Why not today? There's it's one new. guy that's just, like throwing trash can lids at Spider Man. Like, <laughs> But no, this one guy has a sonic blaster. The one thing they haven't tried, and everybody's like, oh, okay, idiot. Sure. <laughs> we haven't talked about the accents on these army men, mercenaries. They're hick as hell for reasons that are unknown. <laughs> these very New York New Yorkers. <laughs> They're from the deep south part of New York. Yeah, that I didn't know existed. Staten Island. Now, um, I want to talk about how different our young Peter Parker is being because uh, normally he's Spider-Man, but now he is, as one person screams out, look out, it's the black Spider-Man. Uh-huh, yeah. uh, and then he calls himself that when he screams the black Spider-Man is unbeatable. <laughs> uh, but he is calling them. Normally he's like a quippy, fun guy. And we've uh, spent this entire series talking about how much we love his quips. He's but so he is, He's calling them boneheads. He's calling Yahoos. Them Yahoos. <laughs> Guys, this guy is he's calling off them the hot males. <laughs> he's spicy now with this suit. Yeah, he, uh, spicy is like uh, he's absolutely spicy. Um, 
this he was in a bad situation with a sonic blast um it started to like really you know he was like ow ouchie this hurts um but luckily the suit takes over gets him out of there kind of pulls him up on a building um and he's like wow i didn't know it could do this that's crazy um and then they the suit blasts some water on the soldiers and he's like guess what if water gets on you you blow up because sure why not oh that's army men are like the wicked witch of the west and the wizard of oz <laughs> they will melt they and blow up if they, they get water like, on them. you spent some time in the army and you remember if water got on you you said ew, ew, ew. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. you you i'm melting i'm melting <laughs> Uh, and then they take the microchips out of you when you leave. Uh, that makes that happen. Because the, the, the government is worried we would get too strong as mm. army men. That's fair. So they put that in this. And, Mike, um, I do want to talk about, just based on the toys that I played with as a child, uh, the, the, the green pads mm-hmm. that were mm-hmm. at the bottom of your feet. Why would yeah. they put those there? Well, we each pick a pose. Uh-huh. And then they glue those on us so we were in that pose. And then we kind of just, like, hover as if some sort of giant omniscient child is moving us around. And, you, and the atrocities that that child makes us perform. You signed up for four years? Seven. Seven. And you stood in that pose with that green pad at the bottom of your feet for seven years. Mm-hmm. I wow. still have knee problems. Uh, I, I, I you. Man, I support my troops. Wow. <laughs> and that's why Veterans seeing... Day is this week. I'm so glad <laughs> that you get to go on the airplane before me. Like, that's mm-hmm. so amazing. It's worth well, it's it. I hover on as if the green pad is still stuck to my feet. <laughs> like acrobats, I believe. is That's the noise they make. Weightlifters, old-timey weightlifters in the circus. Um, same with these soldier guys. They run out of there. Uh, and then Spider-Man's like, it's time for me to go to the source of all my troubles, which is, of course, Jameson. He's the one who put of this course. bounty out. Um, so we go to Jameson's office. Eddie is there because why not? Um, he's showing him all the photos he's got. He's like, this is great material. He did. So They're just good. like high fiving and talking about how <laughs> fucking great they are. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, that's when Spider-Man comes busting in, but this is guys, this is spicy Spider-Man and he's getting up in their faces. So Cassie, call him what the cartoon calls him. This is spicy Spider-Man. This is black Spider-Man. <laughs> Is Mr. Spice himself. Um, Jameson has a little alert button under his desk, like a bank does, and it brings in his own personal um, set of army men. So they come in, and then the, I think he just like kind of like dips out. He's like, "Whatever, catch you later." Uh, you go. <laughs> Not before Spider-Man fucking whips a desk right at those security <laughs> guards, and I didn't. It didn't even look like J. Jonah Jameson's desk. So I started thinking, what if Black Spider-Man's new costume, the new power, is just he just throws desks at Desk. whoever. <laughs> he just starts shooting desks at whoever's in his way. Uh, this is also after, is because he's like, you're lying. And Eddie says, pictures don't lie. And he goes, will you do? And we hear like his raspy Batman, new Spider-Man voice. Um, we then cut to Fisk. Who is giving a full presentation on Prometheum X, which apparently when you heat it up acts like a bomb, is what uh-huh. we have determined sure. and figured out. Well, it's the 90s, so they say it acts like the bomb. The bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they all turn their hats sideways and bird <laughs> dance for a second. And I'm sorry, like this is the Marvel Universe, right? So like, you should be able to get some heavy hitters here. Did he 
bring on this tour four of the lowliest thugs he could these, possibly find. I think these are Cobra from G.I. Joe rejects. <laughs> and one of them is smart. He's like, wait, if it's that radioactive, shouldn't we be behind protective gear? And they're like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> one of them is a Skeletor toy from He-Man. <laughs> I really... Yeah, the group they kept showing to, I was like, these were the first first pull for the big investors you wanted yeah. to show, huh? That yeah. You're not doing well. Like, it's... if you say, hey, I have a big thing to show, and this is what you pull in, <laughs> just are not going Scrap well. it. Be like, never mind. Never it mind doesn't, we don't need to do this that quickly. I'm actually going into nonprofit. New press release from Kingpin Labs. Never mind. <laughs> um... We then go back to Spidey, who is going to Doc Connors to test his suit, because he was like, whoa, I threw a desk at it, dude. I am not okay. Um, <laughs> something's up like with this. this suit. So he goes to Doc Connors. Um, he's like, hey, can you try to test this? Really insults this one-armed man. He's like, try well, to cut a piece of this. <laughs> first, Doc Connors is a dick, because Spider-Man did save him in his livelihood. And he's like, I'm going to call the cops. And he's like, dude, I helped you fucking help me. Uh-huh. And he's well, like, he says, I, I did give you some help what he should have said is hey do you remember what i gave you a hand <laughs> uh, yeah no give me a round of applause doc <laughs> you guys should be on the writer's team they really <laughs> missed out on these that's the most hurtful thing you've said to us <laughs> um but doc does they get a little piece of it he puts it under the mic- microscope he determines it's alive and a symbiote you guys we know now say it right he didn't send symbiote what are you, Jenny Slate? He's not Jenny Slate. It's a symbiote. A symbiote? I don't like that as much. Symbiotic. It's not as fun. A symbiote. A symbiote. You're a symbi-idiot. <laughs> well, that's what it is. Um, I, he, he, he tells Spidey that he's like, yeah, the longer this is on you, it will take over you. You will no longer be you. Which Spider-Man's you can't like, tell that from the microscope. You can tell that no, it's a lie. You can tell it from yeah, the microscope. I cannot tell, like... If if I gave Mike a uh, uh, like a horsey ride, or like if I put him on my back and just carried him around, that doesn't mean that all of a sudden I'm going. He's going to take over my personality. Our skins are melding, and but but I do like Spider-Man's. Like yeah yeah yeah, that's fine. I got to do some shit with this suit first before I give it up. Yeah. Sure, but have you ever asked a uh, tough alpha male to go get therapy? I'll do that after I kill my dad. (laughs) They're always like, sure, I will in a second after I fucking murder a 7-Eleven. Yeah, but he does straight up. He's just like, yeah, whatever. Bye, bro. And then we go to Jameson, who is at his son's hospital bed. His son is like waking up. Right. Um, This part, we have to backtrack a second. Yeah. Because when Spider-Man... First confronts Jameson and Eddie Brock. He's like, I didn't steal the Prometheum X. The guy in the rhino suit did. And Jameson, like so many of the fools in authority in this cartoon are like, I look, I believe the Fantastic Four is real. I know I've met the Scorpion Man. Uh, there's been a Mysterio or two. But a guy in a rhino suit, that new suit's getting to your head. But then Colonel Jameson wakes up and he just says, a man in a rhino costume and J. Jonah Jameson is like oh no my journalistic integrity how wrong have I been yeah he then um, he obviously fires Eddie because he's like man Eddie Eddie can never catch a break but also Eddie sucks ass so it was this one was justified firing well Eddie uh, Eddie Brock has a lot of the uh, Ron DeSantis thing going on is that like 
it doesn't matter about your politics. You fucking suck as a person so <laughs> yeah. much. You suck like, so hard. When Eddie Brock walks into a room or has a conversation, he's so like, oh, I'm Eddie Brock. Oh. That, like, haircut. Oh, I can't even fucking look at you, dude. So, I, I, yeah, I, he's fired. Jonah's yelling at him. He's like, I can't have someone who works for me coloring history and leaving out facts. Uh, a little hypocritical. That's DJ. all you fucking do, bro. <laughs> but then, uh, Eddie, at that point, it's not like disgruntled wannabe alpha male it, it, it's not burnt employee he turns into like uh, a jilted lover he goes jj yeah. i did it for you baby <laughs> and then Didn't uh that. straight to hands in the pockets looking at the ground walking home this is like, spider-man's fault it's good grief lover for sure yeah um jameson then has to go on tv and be like hey everyone my bad um let's stop hunting spider-man i don't think i got all the facts right <laughs> let me take now, back this J. jonah jameson's son gets cat kidnapped uh-huh that's J. jonah jameson jr is that jjjj jjjj do we uh reveal now what happens to this this astronaut we can go ahead mike uh, he becomes man wolf. Yeah, because he went to the moon, where the source of all wolf powers is. Like, that's good. <laughs> this, he becomes this, a wolfman superhero. This astronaut who brought the venom suit down uh, becomes a werewolf. Mike, I asked you one fucking important thing when you guys talked about the first episode of this. shit. I was supposed to say something. Yes. What were you supposed to say? I don't remember. You're supposed to sing the theme song to the movie Arthur. Yeah, you said that, and I was like, well, I guess I got to look that up. Uh huh. Did you? And never did. Okay. So, are you going to sing it for us right now? Uh, I asked you to do it uh, because I was doing you a favor. I did my side of the favor. And did you do your side of the favor? I did not do my side of the favor. Okay. And I wasn't uh, part of this deal. So, you I'm were not. Out. I'm not. I have no authority here. Uh, you guys can talk. No, I've got it here. When you get caught between the moon and New York City, that's what happens to the fucking Venom suit. The whole episode is about getting caught between the moon and New York City. I didn't tell Mike that. I just said, look, don't look up the lyrics. Just mention the song. And you, you couldn't fucking do it for me. You couldn't follow uh, up on that favor. I'm sorry that I forgot to mention movie Everybody Forgot Existed. You old fuck face. <laughs> Uh, so Kingpin and Smythe decide that they need to take the whole city hostage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what that means. What a leap. This is, uh, is now, shocker guys, kidnaps Colonel Jameson. Do you guys see where now we're at X-Men, the animated yes. series level? Yeah. Like, well, this little thing happened. Should we destroy the world? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I like, got nothing else doing tonight. This makes it where everyone's now worried about this footage of this rhino dude. Fisk is worried about it coming back to him. Uh, Spider-Man's like, I got to have that footage. Um, everyone knows Eddie Brock has this footage. So they go to look for it at his apartment. And where is he hiding it? In his shower head? The That's most insane thing. It shows you he never showers. <laughs> never but showers, I, but also what if he forgets? And he turns on that water. This no, thing he's a he bath went- man, like his father before him. <laughs> Wait. True. Forgot about this that. Is, this is a DC Comics crossover? Mm-hmm. This is the bath man? It's the uh, bath man. I do kind of think that this is the most complex segment of the show so far, where we're at Brock's apartment and Black Spider-Man and... Shocker. That's not wrong. The rhino, or I'm sorry, not the rhino, but... Uh, Shocker. 
Shocker is there and Eddie Brock is there. And like we're all doing separate storylines at the same time. Yeah. They all have different wants Mm and needs. Yeah. And in the, so they have a little fight. Um, I don't remember how it ends. It doesn't matter. Spider-Man. It does. Shocker covers Spider-Man in rubble. And he says, rest in pieces, wall crawler. (laughs) And then Spider-Man like, is like, I'll pretend to be dead for a second. And then follows him, kicks in that metal door at Kingpin's headquarters Stop Smythe from escaping, and then grabs the Prometheum and is like, "I'm outie." Uh, the time where he uh, like uh, absolutely kicks the shit out of a guy in a wheelchair. Yep, <laughs> he's a spicy Spider Man. He's a bit spicy. Um, yeah, so he shows up to. Did we already cover when he's back at the thing? He takes Prometheum X. Um, they share when him and Shocker are fighting at the lab. They share about like fifty like little quips back and forth oh, to yeah. each other. It's like, like this is his true love. Nonstop. Shocker has surpassed him, right? Like yes. does the black suit mean that he loses quips? He's Shocker too is... aggressive. He's too aggro to think of quips. Just so everybody knows out there in fucking listener land, once you start juicing on the steroids and eating your protein powder or fucking snorting your protein powder or whatever the fuck you do, you lose your quip powder mm-hmm. power. You can't do it. Well anymore. that's you have to replace your quip powder with protein powder and that's why. Because Shocker is funnier in this episode than Peter Parker is. Yes. Shocker rules. I'd watch the Shocker show. <laughs> um, at some point, they get, like, uh, Jameson to, like, call out Spider-Man and say, like, come meet me at a place. Well, yeah, because this is when they steal his son. JJJJ. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that's when they, and, he, and he's like, well, this is for John, not for you. I'm grumbling alone. And then we get a weird shot of Eddie Brock's just wandering the New York in a trench coat, having nothing to do with it. It's not a scene. It's a three-second clip. Just this let you know, where this guy's still around. Eddie Brock pulls out a disc man, pulls out a CD. It's the uh, soundtrack to the movie Arthur. Puts on the first track, Christopher Cross's theme song to the movie Arthur, and listens to it. Are you sure it's not Christoph Christopherson? No, it's not Christoph Christopherson. Star okay. of the movie Blade Trinity. <laughs> I think it was dead by then. Mm. Whistler? Rest in peace. Uh, so, yeah, they go to a castle in the middle of New York, Jonah yeah. and Spider-Man do, <laughs> and Brock follows them. <laughs> and like, Mike, did what? Did that castle look important? Yeah. Should it be kept like in perpetuity? Like, should it be kept up and like made to be safe? It should be. Right. Let's all go there. There's to the castle? Also- to the castle. The castle has, like, it's decorated. It's got fine rugs on the walls. It's got right. little uh, knight suits of armors everywhere. Like, It's like a museum. Like, this yeah. should, be, this should yeah. be kept. I don't know why a medieval castle is in New York. Like, it should be in old York. Is this just medieval times? It's in New York. And, like, this should be kept safe. Let's all of us muscular-bound angry men <laughs> go there to have a discussion. A tete-a-tete. That's it. Just a discussion. <laughs> Uh, I love it. So, so Smythe is in his giant future wheelchair hiding Colonel Jameson in his little normal person wheelchair tied up. He moves. Like like, somebody trying to sneak a a, a toddler into Disneyland. Yeah. (laughs) And so Jonah takes his son away. Spider-Man's like, gives him the Promethean X. And then, uh, they try to double cross him. And this is one of the great shocker lines. He says, if you think that's a surprise, you're in for a real shock. Shocker's episode, baby. Nailed it. Fucking nailed it. 
Um, Eddie decides to get in the middle of this for reasons that are unknown. I <laughs> he just keeps these three people all want to hurt each other. But he has no powers, and he just keeps jumping into the fight between two superpowered folks. He's also got no reason to jump in the middle. Like, he doesn't need to fight this battle. <laughs> he doesn't need this one, but he decides. At this point, Eddie Brock is like that uh, that suicide by police kind of person. Like, yeah. I just need to get into the news somehow. Like, if I can't do it as a journalist, if I can't do it as a writer, then I need to do it somehow. That's That's where he's at at this point. And out of all the things he chose, he did choose the knight's um, little ball mace um, uh-huh. thing. <laughs> Pretty solid weapon. Not against these guys, though. Um, Not against these guys. So yeah, he, but I swear to fucking God, if any of the three of us tried to pick up that weapon, we would not be able to lift it off the ground. No, and that we're not Eddie roided Brock. up like Eddie. Yeah. Um. He obviously gets destroyed. Not destroyed. But he gets captured. Essentially, they go up to a bell tower. Well, but he gets knocked to the side first, and then Spider-Man like is just throwing stone columns mm-hmm. at Shocker, and Shocker's like, "Oh fuck this!" and like sprints up the clock tower, runs away. And Sp- Spider-Man's voice—this is how you know his intention was just like Shocker, <laughs> <laughs> just start I, screaming for him. We are at WWE territory. At this yeah, point. like Spider-Man saws ready. <laughs> Spider-Man somehow finds seven folding chairs in this medieval <laughs> castle and just starts throwing them. <laughs> Um. So yeah, he skips up to a bell tower. Um. I don't know why he cannot. Spider Man can go wherever. Uh. So he goes up there. And but his, at this point, Cassie, it's important to note that you have forgotten about the sonic gun in the beginning of the episode. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. Have. Okay. I have. I've completely first act. I don't care. Totally nothing. Yeah. Nothing from the first act is going to play well, out here. Once a new act begins, the first act is deleted what, from your. That's brain. what yeah. storytellers want. <laughs> Um, Spider-Man first attempts to hug Shocker to death, I believe. He's really oh, just yeah. hugging this man. Um, <laughs> he's like, You can oh, hear rrr. bones crackling. Yeah. Uh, he, and Eddie, again, even though both of these guys want to kill him, this is he tackles him. He jumps back into the fray. Once they're hugging, both of them are out of quips. So they're both screaming, like, I'm going to Shocker you. I'm going to Shocker you. I'm going to Shocker you. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it, none of it makes sense. Spider-Man then goes to, like, kind of hang him over the edge, threaten him, um, but then, you know, Shocker's like, okay, uh, let's call it quits. Um, time out. I know you're a good guy. Right. Let's put a wrap on this. And um, this is one of my favorite comic book tropes of bad guys knowing that they can push as far uh-huh. as they want because they know the good guys have limits. And then right when they feel like the good guys don't, they're like, hey, wait a minute. You can't, you can't <laughs> do this to me. He's about to kill Shocker. Which would be a real shocker. And then he remembers, we get the first time Uncle Ben flashback has said, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. Somebody and says then, the word power, so we got to go yes. back to this flashback. <laughs> and then as Peter's like, no, Uncle Ben wouldn't like this. The suit has a hand out of his chest and goes, yup, and just shoves shocker out of the window anyway. <laughs> Which honestly, a shocking moment from this. I did not expect them to do that. But uh, then the suit also saves shocker? No, no Spider does. Spider-Man does. Okay. Yeah. The suit doesn't stop Spider-Man from webbing him. So he does save him. Um, and then I think the bell just starts going off. It's midnight. It's, it's midnight. Well, yeah, it's midnight. Um, and then obviously this hurts. And that's when Peter's like, oh, dang. Yeah. Forgot about that. Um, well, uh, Peter watches the same flashback that we all do. Uh, to the first act, and we were like, "Oh yeah, oh, this yeah. episode had a beginning." This did. Not, but nice. This is the longest ago. nineteen minutes. <laughs> Honestly, and then I love it. It hurts the suit so much that it's like just goopy. 
But then it's just chasing Sp- Peter Parker in his boxers around the bell. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter gets away. He is naked. Um, he just leaves this castle that is in New York um, in his underpants. Completely forgets about Eddie being tied up at the bell tower as Does well. Does not give a shit. <laughs> he couldn't care less. He says, bye, buddy. Um... We then cut to Fisk doing another presentation of Prometheum X, um, but this and, time it doesn't work. Yeah, I do love these low-rent henchmen are like, okay, it's back, but how do we know it still works? <laughs> you got us here again, but let's see the, the goods. Listen, Wilson Fisk, the guy who has the city by the, its neck, I make 19 grand a year being a henchman. You better fucking show me the goods. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Did you guys know that this, uh, we're watching this episode in the week or maybe two weeks that Spider-Man 2 came out on PS5. That's uh-huh. all about the symbiote. Uh, what, Mike, is this the most important comic book storyline of our comic book reading lifetimes? Probably. Because I don't count Dark Knight Returns or Crisis or Watchmen of Because we're babies? Yeah. So is the... Yes. Symbiote, the most important, but I, I don't know if this counts as our lifetimes either. But like the Venom coming to popularity, yeah, that feels like our time, right? For sure. It sure isn't the Clone Saga, Ryan. It is not the Clone Saga, <laughs> which is the era of Spider-Man that I got into comics. I had no right. idea how good they could be. But the Clone Saga is still better than the Clone Wars. Some stupid Star Wars bullshit that Fuck I've never the heard. Clone of. Wars. God I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. I uh, with your father. <laughs> so I do like Kingpin is pissed at Smythe and he's just like, you didn't tell me that this would deplete like this. And he's like, you didn't tell me I could study it. You said I literally, you told, you forbid me from studying. You said we have to sell it right now. And so Kingpin, instead of being like, no, you're right. I should learn from his snakes. is just like, well, then Spider-Man knew what was going on. Yes. I will kill him. <laughs> him, and- just like the town, ready to blame Spider-Man for anything. Well, sure. I mean, that's Parker's lot in life. But do you know who we're really talking to? Who? The producers. You didn't tell me that I only had X amount of time to animate this episode. <laughs> like, this is clearly like I needed more time for this. That's Spider-Man's fault. That gosh dang Spider-Man. Um, we do got to get closure on Eddie, though. Um, we cut back to him. And, of course, the symbiote. Looking for a new host out there. It's only Eddie. So um, we see them kind of merge together. And I think, do they just find a pamphlet of Spider-Man and crumble it? Mm-hmm. I don't, like, there's just this just piece of paper. pull their newspaper out of their butt. <laughs> and they're like, fucking Spider-Man. End of episode. To be continued. I I, I have another question, Mike. Do you, have you seen the Venom movies? Yeah, yeah, both. Why? In, like, Why? Like- mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was in an airplane. Why? In, what is the explanation? Something like that. Why they take a Spider-Man like form in Venom? Uh huh. They don't. They do. in, in Venom. There's no. There's no spider on his chest. He looks like Spider-Man. Not really, though. He's just a big hulky dude with a big mouth, with the big eyes, and the. A lot of people. I mean, uh, uh, Grendel has big eyes uh, okay, in comic I guess books. Maybe he looks uh, like Grendel and Deadpool. Has big eyes, uh, and they they add like an extra stuff in the venom. Okay, uh, I didn't write the fucking movie. Get off my balls. Justify this, buddy. I uh, Eddie Brock in this one situation 
this makes sense that like I'm going to cr- recreate myself after Spider-Man because I'm so pissed. Right. Any other situation would not make sense. Yes. Because Eddie Brock and the symbiote are both pissed at Peter Parker. Correct. Right. Both okay. hate this guy. They both fucking hate this guy. To be continued. Um, let's go to our webbies now. We're going to start this off with most 90s thing. Mike, what do you got for that? Uh, the When Spider-Man looks at the Promethean X in the microscope, it goes full CG and is so just like blue and red globs of shit and dino DNA. And it was just, it was just all very bad 90s CGI. Yeah. They really like, it almost went to like a science explanation, but it was just like, Here's one glob. Here's another glob. Watch them become one. Beautiful. Uh, what do you got, Ryan, for most 90s thing? Uh, I've got the most memorable thug is the homie thug with the triangle glasses, the sunglasses. <laughs> uh-huh. And for some reason, that's 90s as fuck. Listen, some Listen. remains here. Most 90s thing, I feel like in the 90s, they really leaned, leaned into um, villains are kind of just like gay people. And Shocker was the most, he was serving the most cunt I've ever seen in this yellow lace outfit with a deep cut leotard, like down to his crotch. And they were like, this is our bad guy. And I was like, hell fucking yeah, it is. That's 90s as hell. <laughs> um, I will give that to Mike. What'd you say again? The CGI microscope vision. N- nope. Actually, I'm gonna give it to me. I'm gonna give me two points. Fuck off. <laughs> you can give uh, as many points as you want. Remember? Yeah. So I get myself two. I can't okay. give She's myself a lot big. of points. That seems too much. So um, let's move on to best web zinger. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, my best web zinger is not a good one, just a memorable one. Um, because Parker is uh, the black Spider-Man now. And I don't know what he's talking about. Um, Shocker says, rest in pieces, wall crawler. And then Spider-Man jumps out of the rubble and says... How about I follow you? <laughs> I don't know. Why would that? Why would his sentence follow up that sentence? Why would he emphasize that word? Uh, I don't like. Did he not under the rubble? Maybe he misheard. Shot. Yeah. Maybe he like. Didn't, he, I don't under, like. Rest in pieces, wall crawler. And then Spider Man jumps up and says, "How about I follow you?" Doesn't make sense. But not all gold. Spider Man. Uh, that's <laughs> when you're throwing out here. so many sometimes you just kind of say something uh, Mike what do you got mine is also a shocker Spider-Man back and forth because they ruled uh, shocker says you'll pay for this at a certain point and Spider-Man says the check's in the mail baby <laughs> which is that that was actually pretty good <laughs> and just so sassy and <laughs> it flawless flawless execution on that one um, for best web zinger, I do have um, when uh, Spider-Man is going after Smythe, uh, he wraps him up in his wheelchair, and he says, don't go, this party's just getting rolling. He didn't need to do that. This this guy has been exceptionally rude <laughs> Don't make rude fun to of the people. cripple. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of things wrong with Smythe, but you don't have to do that. You don't gotta do that. Uh, Mike, I am going to give that one to you, though. I'm going to give you three points for that. Our next one is Kung Fu Grip, a.k.a. Best Use of Power. Mike, what do you got? Uh, early on, when the shock thing, what are they, with the sonic blaster is on him, uh, the suit flies out a web from the butt and pulls him up into the building oh, to save yes. him. Yes. It's butt web. 
<laughs> butt web is the kung fu. Grip. The venom shark. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. there's no there's no mistaking that like no it's right out of his asshole. <laughs> it was the only place out it could come from. Um, I'm not gonna. I hate to spoil this. That's gonna be a hard one to beat. But Ryan, what do you got? I uh, I have the power of remembering Cassie when he's in the end of Act Three and he remembers Act <laughs> One about how sound affects the symbiote. Mm-hmm. And it's not as much remembering as it gets forced upon him when he's next to a bell and he's like, yeah. "Oh yeah, that big it's bell just helps happening. him remember." It, yeah, just <laughs> uh, all remember. For best use of power, I do have the human instinct to just throw a blanket on a person when there is a blanket and you're in a fight <laughs> um, as a distraction. You're going to do that. You just got to do that. But, of course, Mike has this one with butt Start web. Butt. Mike, you're going to get four points for butt web. <gasps> Feeling good about it. Based Our- on my search history, I should just call the internet the butt web. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we got here. Our final award is... New York is a character character or most New York thing. Ryan, what do you got? I uh, I have to go back to something that you guys talked about in the first episode, but I didn't get a chance to. It's the Hudson, and how fucking dirty is the Hudson? <laughs> and, like, is this a 90s thing? Has it cleaned up since then? Is it no. just fucking miles of the swamp thing? How fucking aw- – Mike, you spent some time in New York. Yeah, it's a how- filth river. Does it stink? Like, could you? Would you dip a toe in it? Uh, no, you could not. And I do disgusting things. You can, I, you cannot pay me to dip a toe in that Hudson. <laughs> dip a toe. It, so, is it even a river, or is it just like a trash barge? It's a what sludge. Is it? It's sludge. So it's this ooze. little this black ooze could legit come from there. Are oh there, yeah. Are there boats in it? Yeah, but they like you know how the ice boats slowly go through like Antarctica. They move that slowly through the sludge of the Hudson. <laughs> like you can literally see it's full of tra- that full of trash. I if you ran fast enough, you could run from New York to New Jersey across the Hudson. <laughs> like a fucking anime character. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Mike, what do you have for uh, New York as a character? Uh, Would you say so- I'm walking here the entire time? <laughs> of course, I'm running here. Uh. When Jameson is like, hey, Spider-Man, I need your help now. He's doing it from the news. And the reporter goes, reporting live from his Manhattan apartment. Because even though he's in desperate straits, people got to know he can afford a Manhattan (laughs) apartment. He's not living in one of the shitty boroughs. This is a Manhattan boy. Um, For most New York thing, I do have putting uh, 27 helicopters all in the exact same block to look for one man. (laughs) Why not New York? Um, I get... Mike is just the New York boy here, though, so I guess he knows best. Um, I'll give him a point for that one. Even though he's dancing in the way that he is? I do want to take it away, but um, I can't. Is he's he just the, the New TikTok York right boy. Now? Yeah, he's filming I'm TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> you got to respect the man when he's TikToking. Um, that leaves us to the end. Ryan, I'm so sorry. You got none this week. Keep Zero. your head up, champ. Zero it's gonna, points. Zero points for Ryan. Um, <laughs> you'll do better next time, champ. Um, it's going to be okay. I got two points. Mike really took it away with four. Eight whole points. Um, he really... And now he's doing more dance. The dance is getting Did bigger. Is it a-hole or a-hole? <laughs> <laughs> um, he is the winner. Congrats, Mike. Um, you, Thank you. Uh, you. You've done it, champ. Oh, we're proud as you are that takes us to the end of this episode um mike since you won you now get to tell us about websites this is your prize 
popfilter.co is where you can go to get all the things we do popfilter.co slash amazon that's how you shop now the holidays are coming up bookmark that please help us out while you're shopping that's popfilter.co slash amazon those are all the websites right now right now go to it do it uh ryan we also have another show on the network can you tell the people about that Movie of the Year is the other show on the network where me and Mike and our host Greg compete and fight and battle over what is the single greatest movie of 1973. That is the season. That is what we're doing right now. Uh, So please subscribe, rate, and review that show. We really appreciate it. Movie of the Year. And Mike, we are on social media. You can confirm? I can confirm we're on your pop filter on Instagram and pop filter dot blue sky dot com dot your pop filter dot blue sky dot blue dot sky on blue sky. Hell yeah. Blue sky dot dot. Uh, we also have an email. It's contact at pop filter dot co. Next week. We've discussed it. It's going to be a big episode. We are doing two main events because we got a lot of we got a series finale of Doom Patrol, a finale of Loki, Invincible is back. Uh, we also got the season finale of Gen V, the Shushi. We're not doing any more Shushis, and it's going to be the conclusion of the Alien costume saga. That's what we're most excited That's about. We're really bringing home at the end there. Uh, for Mike, I'm Ryan. For Mike, for me, I am Mia. Bye, everyone. Bye.